G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Mission Australia is celebrating the annual Youth Survey's 18th birthday this year and the charity is seeking a record number of young people to come to the party and have a say in Youth Survey 2019. With more than 28,000 young people participating last year, Mission Australia has a goal to reach well over 30,000 participants in celebration of the milestone. So if you are between 15 and 19 years old, or you can pass on this note to someone in your family who is, you or they will have a real opportunity to speak up on personal concerns and broader issues that are important to you or to young people. The Youth Survey 2019 is open until the 9th of August. And Mission Australia CEO James Toomey is encouraging young people across the nation to undertake Australia's largest annual nationwide poll of young people. And James is joining us now. James, welcome along to 2020. Thanks, Neil. Great to be with you. Uh, James, 28,000 last year. What's your goal for 2019? Well, obviously, we'd like to try and uh, at least match that number. We're aiming for 30,000 this year um, as a great representation of the views of young people in Australia. And with those sorts of numbers, uh, given the way that the mathematics works with polling, you'll have a very, very good idea about the thoughts, attitudes, concerns of young people, won't you? Well, that's right. We uh, feel year on year that this the survey gives us um, uh, extraordinary insight into what young people think and feel, hope and fear, and really in, in Australia. Um, and uh, we use it to um, inform the way that we develop our services ourselves, but also to inform the way in which we advocate on behalf of young people who fill in the survey. Uh, just give us a little insight here, James, when you talk about the services you provide, and of course this uh, youth survey uh, is so dynamic, used far beyond Mission Australia. But uh, just give us a little insight into those services that you're working with on a day-to-day basis. Well, you know, on a day-to-day basis, we have uh, various services uh, in focusing on uh, young people, uh, on the, perhaps on the fringes of education or drug and alcohol services, uh, youth drug and alcohol services, which are either community-based or, or residentially based that we offer for young people. Also support services for young people at risk of homelessness who are maybe experiencing some challenges around their, their family living situation and, and need some assistance either to work with their family in order for them to, to stay in the family or to find an alternative place for them to stay if, uh, you know, if there are reasons why they can't stay at home. Um, that's just a flavour of some of the services that we offer for um, this particular group of young people in Australia. And so significant the results of this survey or the interpretation of those, I imagine there are a lot of different departments, government, private sector, who are interested in this detail. Well, that's absolutely right. And we, uh, you know, we have a, a great opportunity each year when we have the results to have conversations with government departments, both at a federal and at a state level. And we get really strong uh, endorsement from them in terms of them recognizing and understanding what an authentic voice for young people this is. And we believe that it helps to change 
um, the, the things that which government choose to uh, direct its resources towards. You know, we've seen investment in, in adolescent mental health um, in the past year. Um, we've seen investment in other aspects of, um, uh, you know, working with uh, people in, in, in regional and remote Australia, particularly looking at this area of mental health and mental health support. And, you know, we feel that we're very much part of that voice that has helped to, to raise the profile of those challenges and, and, um, uh, and bring it to the attention of government. And, of course, young people will often say they want a voice, uh, or you'll often hear it reflected that young people don't have a voice or they would desire to have a voice. This is one way that young people can make a contribution to the voice because this is going to reflect what young people feel and think. Well, that's absolutely right. And what it means is, you know, one person can fill in the survey, but their voice gets amplified by the uh, by the number of people who fill in the survey and the way in which it gets responded to. So um, we all have a situation, you know, in, in all of our lives where we might speak for ourselves on one issue um, and only be heard as one person with one opinion speaking for ourselves. What this provides is this amplification of, of information, you know, which is anonymized and which is um, treated with, you know, absolutely appropriate um, uh, research ethics uh, so that we're able to take a message, um, add it up with the message from other young people and present it statistically in a way which actually changes uh, changes the way the services get delivered. So beyond those big departmental organisations, say, within government, you bring that down to local schools, community groups, youth groups, sporting teams, churches. Uh, these are all organisations that can make use of this sort of detail that you'll be presenting. That's absolutely right. And we see year on year when we present the findings of the survey, um, which is normally in November every year, organizations speak to me and I'm able to engage other organizations who say, oh, I think the youth survey is fantastic. We don't have the opportunity to carry out research on our own as a small organization, but we're a youth-focused, community-based organization, and we use the information from the youth survey to help us understand um, the needs of the young people around us. So that's, you know, this is something that we make available um, to anybody to use to inform their services and also their advocacy. But you're yeah, absolutely right. You know, small organizations can access it it's online it'll be you know published online it's free the information is there and uh, because it's of its scale not just the pure numbers of people but also the representation across every state and territory in australia it becomes representative of you know particular parts of australia too and people can get much greater insight in that way as well James, we're talking about being part of a snapshot of young people in Australia with this year's survey. But as you reflect on last year's survey, and as we said, 28,000 young people participated in that, what were the biggest things that were identified from the survey and what sort of surprises perhaps even emerged from the things that young people were sharing? Well, the one we saw last year was that in the top three personal concerns, coping with stress was coming in at 43% for young people. And uh, these um, other, the other top three concerns, mental health just as a category on its own, um, and school and study problems, all indicate that these, these personal concerns have strong links to mental health. Uh, and on the face of it, that the, the, the trend over time has been an increasing um, representation of, of concerns in relation to mental health in the survey. Um, but that's not all bad news. It's, uh, it also reflects a greater understanding of what constitutes mental well-being and well-being for young people. People, I think, are beginning to understand that 
there are lots of different ways of um, uh, of uh, you know of people's well-being and how that actually how they experience challenges to their well-being and school stress is, is a, you know is a recognised challenge for people in their mental health. Whereas I think a few years ago, um, you know, you, uh, people really had to be considered to be actually quite unwell and possibly unable to function in a in you know socially or in a school or in something like that, and and then considered to be mentally unwell. And the understanding of mental illness and mental well-being in Australia has really improved. The conversation about it has really improved. It is easier to talk about. People understand it better, and we see some of that reflected in the survey, um, but which also then uh, enables us to target the programs that we provide, not just at, the, at the, um, the crisis when people have actually reached a mental health crisis, but actually more at the preventative and early intervention stage where people can get support and help before they reach crisis. Now, I don't know how deep your survey goes, but uh, or whether it's anonymous or whether you identify the young people who are responding, but changing attitudes, and we're talking 15 to 19-year-olds here, is there any way that you can identify if attitudes to some of these questions and responses actually changes uh, for those who are doing it year on year? Well, not at an individual level. Obviously, it's only open to 15 to 19-year-olds. So um, once you reach the age of 19, you're not filling in the survey anymore. And uh, just, to, just to be absolutely clear, it is absolutely anonymous. And so anybody should feel comfortable about filling it in, um, knowing that their, um, their responses are anonymous. But the, the, you know, the year-on-year trends we saw a few years ago, there were concerns, young people don't, and, and indicating a concern about the environment and about the, you know, the, the, the world around them. Um, environmental concerns, and that then somewhat got replaced by more, uh, you know, immediate personal concerns, and, and in these areas of mental health and stress, for example. So it'll be very interesting to see this year, when um, you know, perhaps in a, in a general election, uh, you know, in a federal election year, when uh, there have been a number of other uh, matters, if you like, put before the population to consider uh, in coming into an, an election period, whether there are shifts in, in young people's understanding of the world around them and therefore what concerns them. And I imagine it's quite straightforward, simply going to the Mission Australia website and there'll be a link there that simply says Youth Survey. Uh, it is the 18th Youth Survey. Uh, what's your encouragement to young people here? And uh, look, I imagine that a lot of listeners to this conversation today may not be in that 15 to 19 year old age group, but they may have in their family or there may be siblings who fit into that. Uh, what's your encouragement to people? 15 to 19 years to go the extra mile, take that few minutes out and actually do this survey? Well, absolutely, that's my encouragement. And the, the message is that your voice matters. It may be a few minutes out of your day to go online and, and answer the survey, but the amplification of your voice matters. It makes a difference. So I'm absolutely convinced it makes a difference to the way that services are funded and it weights away the difference to which, in which services get prioritised by organisations like Mission Australia and others. And to people who aren't 15 to 19 but know a 15 to 19-year-old, please encourage them. And particularly, you know, in my own experience with my children growing up, um, you know, sometimes they would tell me about their concerns about the world around them, and you wouldn't really sort of say, well, what can I do about it? Well, what you can do about it is you can, you know, if you've got a concern, go and put it in the youth survey, and, there, and there's an opportunity there for that voice to be heard. So uh, that would be my response to both of those groups. Well, I'll point listeners, that website is Mission Australia. 
youth.com.au and you'll find a link there for the youth survey and encourage those 15 to 19 year olds to have their say. missionaustralia.com.au and forward slash youth survey. Uh, James Toomey, uh, just great getting your insights once again. No doubt we'll get a chance to talk in November when the results of this survey are being released. But James Toomey, Mission Australia CEO, thanks so much for taking some time to keep us up to date today on 2020. Thank you very much, Neil. Look forward to speaking again. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.